Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hi, I'm Matt. Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. Through creative content and live shows, we explain the hidden details of the Disney experience so that our clients can execute memorable adventures. Together with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel, we have helped hundreds of clients plan, book, and prepare for magical Disney vacations. Let our experience help you avoid common planning mistakes and maximize the enjoyment on your next Disney trip. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Matt with the DPI Podcast, and it is Tuesday, September the 27th. It might be the last day that Orlando is actually a city. Um, It might be an island once we uh, get done with this hurricane, but... We're here because we're not in Orlando, but we're going to have some fun with this and we're going to talk some news. We've got Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel coming on um, and we've got a ton of stuff because we had a little bit of a family get together last week that um, kept me from the show. So without further ado, let me bring on Peter with Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel. Peter, how we doing? That is not what I wanted. This is oh. what I wanted. Oh. <laughs> it's a hurricane, Matt. <laughs> There's a hurricane happening. Oh, Jesus. That really kills your lights. <laughs> yeah, it does. There you go. Product placement. Product placement. Let me get rid of my assistant here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We got very wet. We got very wet over here very quickly. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's, uh, how are you doing? Uh, let me get rid of this hurricane here real quick. All right. All right. Oh, oh, oh that's so much better. Oh, oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I, I am doing well. I am doing well. Um, since I hit the wrong button, let's go ahead and let's get into um, the, the news. All right. We've got 15 minutes or something like that, so let's go. Um, So the big news down in Disney World, it land, is um, they've got a hurricane coming, and they are actually shutting down the parks for the next couple of days. Yeah, tomorrow and uh, Thursday, a whole bunch of uh, people near the coast were uh, did uh, mandatory evacuations when that happens. Um, Disney kind of opens up its campus because it is one of the like disaster relief areas in Florida. So what that means is a whole bunch of people from the coast that need shelter are basically moving into some Disney resorts right now um, for the next couple of days because all of Disney's buildings are rated for Category 5 hurricanes because uh, it's just it's just built right. 
Yeah, when you got that mouse money, they can do things the right way sometimes. Um, yeah. With that being said, you know, on the travel agent side, what what do guests have to look at when it comes to getting refunds and extensions of tickets and that kind of stuff? What's the best advice you can give to guests on that? Well, uh, kind of what happened to you with the cruise is the best advice I can give to guests is if your trip is impacted, first of all, if you're if you're already there or, you know, supposed to be there in the next couple of days, um, you just contact guest services and and talk to them about what you've lost. And if you're able to, a lot of times they'll just work on either extending or partially refunding. Um, if you're yet to go and maybe you're supposed to get there tomorrow, then it would be, you know, a call. Are you willing to just shorten your vacation? Or if you want to do a complete reschedule, um, Disney would likely handle that without any type of a booking fee on you or a, or a cancellation penalty or anything like that. Um, and in fact, if you do cancel, you'd like to get a full refund. If you do rebook, they would uh, likely cover a little bit of, you know, any price differences or whatever else like that. Yeah. Um, well, with it being such a small shutdown, I, I would hope that if we have viewers who are like, oh my gosh, I'm going down there tomorrow. You know, first of all, thanks for watching our show the night you're supposed to leave. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, chances are if you're going down there tomorrow, you're you're kind of locked in to just kind of getting down there. And sure, you might have a little bit of a, you know, delay getting started or whatever else like that. But, you know, go talk to guest services. They'll make it right for you for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guest um, before you head down. Yeah. So this is impacting not only the parks, but uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser. So journeys that are going out um, the next couple times it's impacting. It's also going to impact people that are on the wish. Probably um, they're saying it may extend their cruise. Makes sense. So yeah, just a lot of things, a lot of things going on with that, that, yeah. um, can't bring it into port when it's being slammed by a hurricane. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why can I not find what I want to find? Oh, I know why. There it is. Okay. Um, moving, moving on. So we got a lot of, a lot of park news as far as it came to Epcot festival of the holidays. So, the Candlelight Processional list was released. Um, some of the highlights on that, Neil Patrick Harris, Whoopi Goldberg, um, Gloria Stefan, Cal Ripken Jr., Josh Gad, if you are a Josh Gad fan, um, Marie Osmond, <laughs> Angela Bassett. Good, good list. Um, if you want to see the whole list, it is over on the Disney website if you go over to Festival of the Holidays. Disney also released um, the cookie stroll locations and what cookies will be associated with those. And a couple of nights of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party have now sold out, including opening night, which isn't a big surprise. Opening night's usually one of the first to go, and then usually the one that's the closest to Christmas goes shortly after that. The 22nd this year, yeah. So, yeah. Um... Lots of lots of stuff. Uh, Marius Knights is not going to return to Disneyland this year. Um, they're going to rename it, and they're going to do something a little bit different with it, but it's not going to be the Marius Knights that we've known for a while. 
Um, Epcot's 40th anniversary starts this weekend. Uh, and they are in almost all of their merchandise showcasing Figment. So if you are a Figment fan, you definitely want to go down there to get some of that merchandise because it will be special for this 40th anniversary. Um, Walt Disney World confirms DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is coming to Epcot later this year. It's going to replace um, the Phineas and Ferb, Perry the Platypus, uh, Spy Scavenger Hunt that you did before. Um, it will be completely virtual. Japan is opening up to tourism starting October 11th. So, here in a couple of weeks. Festival Fantasy Parade moving to just one performance per day. But they're giving you another 50th Cavalcade. That's a good trade-off. Um, Tree of Life oh, Awakenings oh, and Beacon of Magic return to Animal Kingdom on October 1st. Yeah, a, a lot of news. Oh, more big news. Disneyland will... Uh, you'll be able to use your Magic Band Plus at Disneyland later this year, is what they're saying. And the thing about this is, it sounds like it's going to be transferable guest to guest as well. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird compared to how it works at Disney World to Disneyland. Now, Disneyland has not ever had the ability to use Magic Bands. That has been a world exclusive for a long time. Crystal Palace Breakfast is coming back with characters on October 25th. It has been back with lunch and dinner for characters, breakfast. And that's a big breakfast to get back. Um, because I felt like that of the three breakfasts that are available, that was the best of the three there. Yeah. Crystal Palace is really good. On top of that, we've mentioned it in previous shows, these dates, but this is the week that a whole bunch of other character dining is coming back like Ohana. Um, I'm thinking most notably kind of in that same area over at Polynesian is getting its characters back. It actually like two days ago, it got its characters back. Um, do, 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 do. Lots of stuff with the... Oh, Kona Cafe is reopening at the Polynesian on November 1st. No reservations, but you can continue to order a mobile order, select breakfast, lunch, and dinner offerings from Kona Cafe to go. Lots of cruise stuff. Santa Claus is moving at Epcot. He's not going to be inside the um, American Pavilion. He's going to be at the Odyssey Pavilion this year. Uh, and that there must have been a lot of damage done to the American Pavilion with that firework um, because they've shut down the Great American Adventure um, they're moving Santa Claus mm-hmm. so I just feel like there's a lot going on moving things away from that pavilion uh Disney After Hours events will return to Walt Disney World starting in January of 2023. These are the paid After Hours events, and they're going to start at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios uh, early to mid-January. Early January for Magic Kingdom, mid-January for Hollywood Studios, and they are going to go through the end of March for Magic Kingdom, the middle of April for Hollywood Studios. And they're going to be about the price of a 
standard day ticket, um, if not a little bit more. I saw prices in the 140s for some of the days. So that's pretty pretty salty for an extra three hours, but you can get into the park two hours early. Or you can get into the park three hours early. Something like that. So, Yeah, um, I mean, it's. I was kind of expecting on that front for the tickets to be a little bit closer in price to the party tickets. And it, like you said, they're a little bit elevated on that, which seems seems strange because if we talk about the parties, there's definitely more, there's more advantage at a party, but it also seems like these tickets will be far more limited than what you would get at a party because I mean, basically in those like three or before or after hours, um, so Magic Kingdom, I expect them to do what they used to, where like half the park is open or the other half of the park is open. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, but obviously not nearly as many people as they roll through the gate in the party. So maybe that's the reason for the elevated price comparing those two experiences. But it's really, I mean, it's really just a way to charge for exclusive after hour events year round versus yeah. Yeah. just having it around the holiday time. So. Um, what else are you seeing on your side? Uh, I have been so incredibly busy this week that I was going to let you tell me about the news. <laughs> um, yeah, girls, girls golf is wrapping up. We, uh, we won regionals on Saturday and uh, between <clears throat> going to Disney last week and then getting back and getting back into the swing of things and getting a team ready for regionals and then competing at regionals. Today is the first day where I got done with school and I didn't have like a pile of to-do list. So <laughs> uh, I was <clears throat> just excited to know that 715 was not going to be a scheduling issue. <laughs> it was almost a scheduling issue for me tonight. I was following, we had grandparents day at the kids school and I was following somebody home that was going 28 in a 45. Oh, I hate and I could not get around them. I was just, I was beating my head against my steering wheel. <coughs> Uh, let's see. It's a small world at Disneyland. We'll close for refurbishment. So the big refurbishment for the Christmas season, it is going to be closed from October 24th through November 10th and will reopen on November 11th. That's going to be for them to put up the huge light display on the front of it, as well as some minor changes on the inside. More characters. That's what I'm rooting for. Let's see, Splash into Fall at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park on Thursdays and select Sundays in October for pass holders. So another add-on event for pass holders. We hit 50,000 views as a channel last week. We hit 60,000 views as a channel this week. So We didn't even do a show. We did 10,000 views in a week, yeah. We didn't even do a show. Ha! Play Pavilion is back in the works because people are actually working on this, which is pretty awesome. That is really awesome. When we were there last week, um, that was the topic of conversation in my family was, what is that building going to, and then me explaining, oh, yeah, it's going to be this kind of, you know, interactive area similar to, you know, what's kind of at the backside of Figman and on the outside you know the exit of spaceship earth but like way cooler and way more immersive and you know, so um 
we were really excited. And then my kids were like, well, can we go in? I'm like, ha, you wish. <laughs> By the time it's done, they'll have kids of their own. That's so right. That's they can right. deal with that. By the time we get done, Bryce is going to be drinking around the world. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, we have something special coming for our um, our loyal fans here I don't know how fast I'm going to be, get it done, but we had a, a top secret project at Epcot on Peter's last trip that is going to turn into something fantastic. Yeah, I don't even know what you want with them. I just, like, you just said do this, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be completely deprecating on me, but I suppose... No, I, uh, I, I am going to do 90% of the video. Yeah, so I uh I mean I did just put on a raincoat and get sprayed by water with a fan Yeah, I mean I don't welcome really to our show. To, like disagree with shit. <laughs> Alright. Well that timer and you can't hear, but I'm getting it in my ear says that um, our time is up on the news segment. So that was the news. I don't know that we moved, missed a lot, but it is what it is. So, all right. So, real quick before we before we move on to the top three segment, let's talk a little bit about your trip. Um, so, you got back from Disney last Tuesday, and what were some of the highlights on your trip? Uh, finally got September on Guardians of the Galaxy. That was pretty exciting. We speculated, because we left on the 20th, we speculated that perhaps on September 21st, they would just play September. Which, they did not. <clears throat> I know, I, I found out about that, but that would have been a nice touch, Disney. Just side note for next 21st night of September. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we ate at Morimoto, brand new okay. restaurant. It was fantastic. Oh my gosh, was it great food and uh and then let's see what else were the highlights oh it was wonderful we went to animal kingdom in the morning uh, and uh <clears throat> all we did was ride everest and watch lion king and finding nemo um lion king is basically the same show that it used to be pre-pandemic which is just it was just glorious and nostalgic and it was just such a happy experience to see it all in its fullness um, Finding Nemo, they took what was, I don't know, about a 45-minute show and condensed it down to 30 minutes. And what I can tell you about it is it was basically the same show. They just really expedited from song to song to song. And like oh, yeah. some of the songs kind of came in midway and, and other stuff like that. So <clears throat> all in all, though, uh, really, really impressive. And they did trim the show down to 30 minutes, which was... I think a necessary change. So I think they did a really good job on the reimagining of that. Um, and then outside of that, the not so scary Halloween party was fan It was just fantastic to have the full thing back. Just <laughs> pitch dark. I mean, we, we got there and we had a reservation at Tony's at four 30. We ate dinner and then we came out of there, went up front, got our wristbands went through the secret like welcome party hallway yeah um, and then basically until about 8 30 we just we trick-or-treated and rode a bunch of rides like we probably rode like 10 rides 
and trick-or-treated and stopped by <clears throat> a couple of characters just to like see them from a distance. We didn't want to wait in the lines for them. Um, and then right around 8.30, we headed for the castle or sorry, right around 9.30, we headed for the castle. We scoped out a spot and we just finished the night with watching the fireworks and then grabbing a great spot for the second parade and then ending the night watching the Sanderson sisters on the main stage. So <clears throat> really, really great whirlwind of a trip, but really, really, really fun. Awesome. And- awesome. So um, are you ready to do some top three? Got my piece of paper. I'm ready. All right. Sounds good. It is time for the top three. Business trip. He doesn't have his clue. What about he just left the podcast for the thing that I was just talking about? I mean, he wasn't wrong. Like, I like how you just assume that. So he turned out one of the And he turned out one of the Okay. Come back. I know, we were talking about that. What was that? I can't hear anything you're saying. It is loud here. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, we can hear you just fine. Okay. Awesome. So, I have this paper with the top three stuff on it. <laughs> um, well, chips. We got chips. That's the one. You get all of this just to come down. 21. 21 is our number today. And let's see what number 21 is going to be. It is going to be the top three slowest moving lines at Disney. Got it. And you have 20 seconds. Thinking about taking a trip to Disneyland, Disney World, maybe a Disney cruise, or one of the other amazing Disney destinations? Contact me at Princess of the Mouse, and I'd love to work with you on your itinerary to the most magical places in the world. You can contact Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel on Facebook at P-A-T-M Disney Travel. And we're back. All right. Um, God, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't even really think about the top three. All right. All right, I got one. You got one. Okay. So, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start tonight? Uh, well, I have one. So, if you do, you have your three. I've got two of the three. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, okay. So then I'll let me. Well, why don't you start? Then? Okay. Okay, I'm gonna start. And my number three line is the line for Merida at Magic Kingdom. Characters. So, I didn't even think about character lines. Yeah, so Merida meets people kind of across from Cosmic Rays next to the castle. And what they do with that line is they wrap it up in that side shoot of the castle. And if you go there in the afternoon, you get baked against this plastic fence. 
the whole time you're standing in that line. And of course, Merida takes her sweet time with people, which is awesome. But for the people that are baking in that line, not the most awesome feeling in the world. That might also be the hottest line at any Disney park. <laughs> um, but that is my number three. All right, so for my number three, I am going to go with Dinosaur over at Animal Kingdom. Yes. Dinosaur is a ridiculously slow-moving line. Um, when it is out, so the line inside the building is really not all that long. And you're inside of this little pavilion, and it's talking about, like, the dinosaurs and the extinction event and whatever else. And all you do is, like, go up a couple of, like, wood cues. It takes forever and when the line is really long it goes outside of the building and as matt was just talking about just kind of standing out there just sort of like baking for minutes at a time is a very very just unenjoyable line experience <laughs> um yeah dinosaur is my number three over at animal kingdom for that reason all right so, what is your number two Number two, I'm going to go with Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios. That's a slow moving line. Yeah. It is another one. And it just feels like the, the lightning lane affects that ride so much. If you hit it first thing in the morning before the lightning lane really picks up, that line moves really, really fast. But if you get there anytime after lunch and the lightning lane's kicking, you will just stay in that little area right outside the building forever ever it seems like and it's another one of those you're outside they've got fans and it's kind of covered but you don't get a lot of airflow through there and it ju it's just a miserable line and it just it feels like it takes hours if you aren't inside the the show building and then once you get in the side the show building there's only like two rooms once you get in there but outside, it just it feels like it takes forever. It does. It does. That's a good one. Um, <clears throat> my number two, I'm actually going to stay in Animal Kingdom. Okay. And I am going to go with Kilimanjaro Safari. Okay. Same reason, same kind of rationale. If you can get to Kilimanjaro Safari very early in the morning before the line builds up, you get through really, really quick. But if you kind of hit that thing and try to hit it midday, you just, you stand there, like you'll move and then you'll just stand there for like 10 minutes going absolutely nowhere. And then you'll move and then you'll stand there for like 10 minutes. And it's kind of the same thing that you just said. It's all about that, that uh, lightning lane because there's zero weight on the lightning lane. And then if there's any type of a weight on the lightning lane, they will drain that thing and leave the standby just standing there the entire yeah. time. So, um, yeah, there are a couple of not very enjoyable ride lines, <laughs> in my opinion, over at Animal Kingdom. All right, let's get to number one. Number one, I'm going back to Magic Kingdom, and it is my nemesis ride. It's the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> That's a long line. And not only is it long, when you get back into those little outhouses... It is narrow. You can't really rest anywhere. It, it's just, it's another just miserable line to get stuck in. And 
if you if you're there with a large lightning lane run in you just sit because they do the same thing they just kind of keep clearing out that lightning lane clearing out that lightning lane it's usually about a 10 to 1 ratio of lightning lane to regular <coughs> uh standby line guests and it is just terrible we we got there on our last trip in march we got there and it it, it said a 40 minute wait and we were in that line almost two hours yeah oh. it was crazy oh, absolutely crazy I'm a really big fan of Jungle Cruise. I'm not a fan of Jungle Cruise at a two-hour wait. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a fan of Jungle Cruise at a 60-minute wait. Let's just be clear. And I, I want to go back to your Kilimanjaro safaris because I just want to hit a pro tip really quick. Yeah. If you're going to Kilimanjaro safaris after 11 o'clock, you're not seeing the ride. None of the animals are doing anything. That's true. They're just laying around by that. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I said if you don't go early in the morning. Yeah, you, you've got to go. You've got to go early in the morning to that. That ride. should be your rope drop. Like it, it should be. It really should. Like, forget your the whole, like, oh, I got to run to Pandora. Eh, you don't really have to. No. And, like, that's another line that kind of drags a little bit is the river journey line. But, actually, you're always just kind of slowly moving. It's just only a few people at a time. Correct. Correct. No. And and nobody lightning lanes Navi River. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what's your number one? My number one, just to spread the love and show that every park has a bad one, uh, I am going over to my favorite park and bringing up Soarin. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 So it's like, <laughs> so Soarin has three bays, ABC, it has three terminals, and the line itself up to the break isn't even really the bad part because they've got this like trivia game going on and you sort of like get randomly put into a team. So you have like teams in the line competing with each other. So it's, it's kind of fun. It's once I get through the split, <laughs> once I get through the split and I get put into a terminal, that becomes the most painstakingly boring wait because in that terminal line, there's approximately two to two and a half rides worth of people. So you can put it at the back of that. And then the ride is a five minute ride. So between loading and the ride itself, it's like a five to seven minute experience. And so you stand there for five to seven minutes, you move halfway up for five to seven minutes, you move almost to the end and stand five to seven minutes. And then you, oh my good God. And then once you get through that line, then you get into the actual like loading bay line. And you stand there for five to seven minutes. Yeah, and you get at least one stand for there as well. It, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Nice yeah, that... <laughs> Thank you, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> it's funny because I resemble the guy that took off the ears. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have a top three for us and you want to hear us uh, debate our favorites or least favorites as it was in tonight's show, uh, definitely go on the website. It's right down there right now. P-A-T-M-DisneyTravel.Wixsite.com forward slash planning right there on the, the homepage is a form you can fill out that uh, will give you the opportunity to ask us a top three or ask a viewer question for our next segment. Um, so, Peter. We have another... seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Another fantastic top three. 
let's get on to our viewer questions. Do you have questions concerning planning a Disney trip? Ask them live on the show or submit them on our website at patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Yeah, yeah, um, I have no clue where you went. Um, so you are not here right now. Yeah. So we're going to go, we're going to go to, do, 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 do. we're going to go over to remote talk, remote talk. Where are you at? There you are. Okay. So you're here. Uh, this is, this is not the necessary screen for this segment. Um, but I don't know where the screen is. <laughs> we are going to go to do, 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 do. A very interesting one. I, I I wanted to bring this one up because we both have children and we both do um, a lot of media work within the parks. So this kind of this kind of encapsulates kind of both of those things at the same time. So basically, this guest asks on Reddit. You know. It's a vent, and they rode Rock and Roller Coaster in the morning, and the girl behind them was singing a song that was unrelated to the song that was playing in Rock and Roller Coaster. And it ruined their experience, basically. What options do guests have in the case that somebody ruins their experience on a ride? Correct. Right, or whatever else, or or they're just responsible for, you know, making sure that you get off the moving platform or whatever. <clears throat> um, but if you go up into the gift shop or back to the ride entrance and say, Hi, I'd like to talk to the ride supervisor, um, that would be the best thing that you can do. You should go up to the cast member at the front of the ride and say, hi, I'd like to speak to the supervisor that's in charge of the ride right now. Um, talking to the cast member, you can do that. But again, they have a job to do right now. Like they're supposed to be doing a job right now. Yeah, yeah. So if you bother them with a potentially lengthy conversation, you're really being inconsiderate of the fact that they have things that need to be taken care of. There is normally a ride supervisor either responsible for just that ride or responsible for that very small area. And that person can be to you within the, like within five minutes for sure. And, and they can quickly get a hold of that person and get them coming your way. Um, that's the person you want to talk to. And, and I would just explain it. I would just be very upfront and honest. Say, Listen, there was a person behind us and they were like 
screaming Taylor Swift and we're like trying to enjoy this Aerosmith ride, is there anything that you can do? Chances are what they're going to do for you is if you want to re-enjoy that experience, chances are they're either going to take you through type some type of like a back hallway or just let you grant you admission into the lightning light. Yeah. Um, just if you want to rewrite that experience. If you're really, really inconvenienced, then, you know, perhaps what they used to do is they used to hand out um, like redemptions and perhaps they would do that. I haven't seen any of those redemptions come back out yet. Um, but if they ruined your experience and your whole point is my experience was ruined, then wouldn't you want the same experience just the right way? Um, so chances are that they're going to let you through the lightning lane so that yeah. or take you straight up to the load platform and let you ride again. And I will say the redemptions are they've been back for a while because we actually got one in March for um, yeah. the, the non adjoining room situation. Right. And I, they were handing out redemptions. I don't know of a cast member. I don't know if a supervisor would give you a redemption. for. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So you can, uh -huh. you can use those for usually like a fast pass for a lightning lane, or you can use them for a small snack or something like that. It, depending on what they give you, there's different kind of levels. For yeah, and I, I don't feel like this would warrant them going into the pocket for that because really your issue is my, my current experience was yeah. ruined. I would, I would think the, the the we we would want to fix it by having a good experience on it. Yeah, and, and you know I want to. You, you've only got about a minute and thirty with us, so yeah. you know I brought up us doing a lot of media and the consideration that some vloggers have and some vloggers don't within the parks. You know we're always trying to get back seats of boats and that kind of stuff to where we're not ruining anybody's experience we're not using external lights and that kind of stuff but not everybody's that considerate of others no it, in the middle of the not so scary fireworks the lady standing in front of us was trying to get her party to her so she took this light mounted it on a fixture and held it straight up in front of my daughter and just shined it around for like 30 seconds until her party could find her and come over yeah and, and my wife is recording because we wanted it for the show. So my wife is recording, but she has her camera down so that she's just like holding it here, looking up at it. Yeah. And so this light pops up several times in the middle of we're trying to record content for this show because I figured we would want the not so scary fireworks show for future content. Yeah. And, oh, I was very, very frustrated. But I'm going to get booted off here any moment. Yep. Where, where can people find you? Uh, Facebook is the easiest way. Search Princess and the Mouse Disney Travel and I'll just search Disney Travel Agent. I'll be towards the top. There you go. Peter with Princesses and the Mouse, everyone. Have a good night, man. And there it was. We just got in under the, uh, the wire there. So with that being said, let's go ahead and we'll get to the outro. Peter with Princess of the Mouse joined us. We talked some news. We did a top three on the longest lines at Disney and our quiet question concerning annoying kids.
over social media, but the easiest places to find us are on Facebook at DPI Podcast, over on Twitter at Disney Insights, and on YouTube, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Um, thank you to our new subscribers over on YouTube, Omar Garcia and Anita Alamont. Thank you much for subscribing, and um, hopefully... for watching the show listening to the show everything that you do you guys have a wonderful week and we will see you next week bye now